The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the top 20 reasons to love the college football history of the Texas Longhorns. The Texas Longhorns, it's a program steeped in college football history and matches that saying that everything is larger in Texas because for their football legacy, it is larger than life. It's a history that includes legendary coaches, epic teams, once-in-a-generation players, traditions, and rivalries. Today, we explore the top 20 reasons to love the Texas Longhorn football history. Number 20, the program storms out of the gate. Texas's first football season was 1893. They stormed out of the gates. With an undefeated, untied season in their first three seasons, the Longhorns only lost once and posted a 15-1 record. Number 19, Texas 7, Texas A&M 3, November 20th, 1920. Now follow this. Texas A&M entered the game 6-0-1, and they were coached by the legend Dana X. Bible, who up until that game had coached the Aggies in 1917, 1919, and 1920 seasons, and had not allowed a single point, shutting out every team they faced in a historic stretch. Texas entered the game undefeated, 8-0. This was a battle of the heavyweights, and in front of the largest crowd in the history of the state of Texas, played in Austin, the Longhorns scored against a perfect Aggie defense, the lone touchdown to propel the Longhorns to victory, and end Coach Dana X. Bible's string of 25 consecutive victories over a three-season stretch. Number 18, The Jinx of Life Magazine. Baylor 7, Texas 7, November 8, 1941. Number 1, Texas was 6-0. They had not allowed a team to get within four touchdowns of them all season. They were riding a 10-game winning streak and were coached by the legendary coach, Dan X. Bible. 14 Longhorn players had just graced the cover of Life Magazine. Baylor entered the games 3-3, three and, three, and they had lost the last three games. Late in the fourth quarter, Texas clung to a 7-0 lead and had Baylor pinned on their 18-yard line, but Baylor put together an 82-yard drive that culminated with a Kittrell to Coleman touchdown pass to stun the Longhorns into that 7-7 tie. Number 17, Mack Brown. Mack Brown coached the Longhorns from 1998 to 2013 and won 77% of his games, and in those 16 seasons, Mac Brown's version of the Longhorns posted 15 winning seasons, 10 straight, 10 or more wins in a season, went to 15 bowl games, and won the 2005 national championship. Number 16, Dana X. Bible. Dana X. Bible coached the Longhorns from 1937 to 1946 and won 67% of his games. 
Now, in his first two seasons at UT, Bible's teams went a combined 3-14-1. But after those two seasons, Coach Bible's version of the Longhorns never again had a losing season, and they posted a 77% winning percentage over that span. 60 wins, 17 losses, two ties. Number 15, linebacker, Tommy Nobris. Tommy Nobris played for the Texas Longhorns from 1963 to 1965 and anchored a defense that led the Longhorns to the national championship. In his career at Texas, and I'll say this slowly, Tommy Nobis averaged 20 tackles per game. Tommy Nobis was an Atlin Trophy winner, the Maxwell Award, and a two-time All-American. The University of Texas retired his jersey number. Number 14, Vince Young. Vince Young played for the Longhorns from 2003 to 2005 as quarterback. And in 2005, Vince Young led the Longhorn offense that led the nation in scoring over 50 points per game and a perfect 13-0 record and a national championship. In fact, in the Rose Bowl, Vince Young had arguably the greatest game ever played by a quarterback as he accounted for 467 yards, 267 through the air, 200 on the ground, and three touchdowns. And that season, well, Vince Young passed for over 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, and rushed for over 1,000 yards with 12 touchdowns. That season, Vince Young was the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year and was awarded the Davy O'Brien and Maxwell Award. Number 13, the Red River Classic. The first Saturday of October, the Red River Classic is one of the top rivalries in the history of college football, and it's played between the Texas Longhorns and the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, ironically, this game matches the team that invented the wishbone against the team that arguably perfected the wishbone. The rivalry dates back to 1900, where in the inaugural game, Texas won 28-2. Number 12, Texas 7, Texas A&M 0, November 28, 1940. Number two, Texas A&M entered the game undefeated 8-0, riding a 19-game winning streak and was the defending national championship and was eyeing a second straight national championship. Bitter rival Texas entered the game 6-2, playing at Memorial Stadium on the third play of the game. The Longhorns stunned the crowd as Noble Doss made an impossible catch to set up UT's first quarter touchdown. The Longhorns shut out the Aggies that day the rest of the way in a defensive struggle to propel a stunning upset. Number 11, Frank Crawford. Now, Frank Crawford coached the Longhorns for one season, 1895. But get this, he posted a 5-0 record, winning all his games. There's more. Although he coached but one season for Texas, his 1985 version of the Longhorns, 5-0, shut out every opponent they faced. They outscored their opponents by a combined score of 94 to nothing, winning by an average score of 19 to nothing. This team did not allow a team to get within eight points of them all season. Now, Frank Crawford joins a small elite group of college football coaches who went undefeated and untied in the program that they coached and an even smaller group of coaches who went undefeated, untied, and unscored upon. And now we're here for the top 10 reasons to love Texas Longhorn college football history. Number 10, Bevo. Oh, how I love the mascots a live Texas Longhorn steer who attends the football games. His name came from the slang word beef for a steer that is fated to become food. Now, way back in 1969, on Thanksgiving Day, Texas A&M faced Texas, and a record crowd of 15,000 fans packed the wooden bleachers at Clark Field. At the half, this game was tied at 7-7. Why am I mentioning this? Because during halftime, 
two West Texas Cowboys drag a steer, a Longhorn steer, onto the game, who was formally presented to the University of Texas student body. Number nine, the 1969 Texas Longhorns, 11-0. Coach Dal Royal's 1969 Longhorns won the national championship. Their wishbone attack took the nation by storm. The offense was third in the nation, scoring nearly 40 points per game. The 1969 Texas Longhorns also were the last all-white team to win a college football national championship in Division 1A. Number eight, the 2005 Texas Longhorns, 13-0. This team put up the largest margin of victory in the Big 12 championship game, 70-3 over Colorado. They set an NCAA record with 652 points, a record at the time, and set school records for total yardage, single-season yardage, and total yards per game. And the total yards per game, 512. In 2005, Vince Young led the Longhorns to a perfect 13-0 record. They defeated USC, a seemingly unbeatable USC team in the Rose Bowl, to go on to win the national championship. Number seven, the game of the century. Texas 15, Arkansas 14, December 6, 1969. The 1969 season culminated with what was at the time the game of the century. Now, here's the backdrop. The game featured number one Texas, 9-0, versus number two Arkansas, 9-0, played in Fayetteville. In the 1960s, these teams had a rivalry for the ages. In consecutive years, each team won a national championship. Texas back in 63, Arkansas in 64. In consecutive years, 64 and 65, Arkansas defeated Texas when the Longhorns were number one. Texas returned the favor by handing Arkansas its only loss in 1968. And now, one year later in 1969, and the 100th anniversary of the history of college football, and with the Southwest Conference Championship on the line, and a Cotton Bowl berth on the line, and if that's not enough, in a rivalry game that pitted number one versus number two, it was set. Now, originally the game was scheduled to be played in mid-October, but in a calculated move, ABC TV exec Bino Cook had the foresight to move the game to December 6th. Oh, what a decision, and it worked. The game took on a colossal magnitude. Imagine this scenario at season's end. Legendary coaches Frank Boyles against Darrell Royal in the 100th year of college football in the game of the century, number one versus number two, in front of over 47,000 frenzied fans in Fayetteville. Well, the Razorbacks took a 14-0 lead going into the fourth quarter, but the Longhorns rallied. After a 42-yard touchdown run, the Longhorns went for two and converted to cut the lead to 14-8. Then, with just under four minutes left to play, Texas scored again. And with less than one minute left to play, the Longhorns intercepted a Razorback pass at the Texas 21-yard line to preserve the victory. And if that wasn't enough, the postgame was sheer pandemonium as President Nixon presented the national championship to Texas prior to playing in the bowl games. Number six, running back Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams played for the Texas Longhorns from 1995 to 1998. And in 1996, he rushed for 1,272 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6.2 yards per carry. He followed that campaign in 1997, rushing for 1,893 yards, 25 touchdowns, and 6.8 yards per carry. And then in 1998, Ricky Williams rushed for 2,124 yards, 27 touchdowns, and 5.9 yards per carry. That season, Ricky Williams was awarded the Heisman Trophy, the Maxwell Award, the Walter Camp Award, the Doak Walker Award, and was the AP Player of the Year. 
By the time he was done in Texas, Williams had set 21 NCAA records. I'll say that again. 21 NCAA records to include career rushing yards, all-purpose yards, rushing touchdowns, total touchdowns, games with a touchdown, and carries. Number five, Darryl Royal. Darryl Royal coached the Longhorns from 1957 to 1976, winning 77% of his games, hosting 167 wins. Coach Royal's teams won three of the four national championships the Longhorns won, 63, 69, and 1970. They unleashed the wishbone offense on a poor, unsuspecting nation, and it took the college world by storm. Coach Royal's teams had a 30-game winning streak, 11 Southwest Conference championships in 20 years. In 1983, he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. The very stadium the teams played a home game now bears his name, the Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium, and it seats over 100,000. Number four, the Tyler Rose, running back Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell played for the Texas Longhorns from 1974 to 1977. The Tyler Rose, he was called. Earl Campbell was the fifth of 11 children for Ann Campbell, and playing fullback in the wishbone offense his freshman year, he rushed for 928 yards and six touchdowns. His sophomore year, 1,118 yards and 13 touchdowns. His junior year, he was injured for about half the season, but he came back in 1977, now as a senior, where he rushed for 1,744 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 6.5 yards per carry. Now, that season, Campbell was awarded the Heisman Trophy and was a consensus All-American. In his career at Texas, Campbell rushed for 4,443 yards and 40 touchdowns. He went on to play for the Houston Oilers, where he won three straight NFL Offensive Player of the Years and in 1979 was the NFL MVP. Number three, Texas 41, USC 38, January 4th, 2006, the Rose Bowl. The hype for this game was simply out of this world. And what was even more astonishing, more stunning, was that the game exceeded expectations in front of over 93,000 Rose Bowl attendees and a BCS National Championship audience both teams entered the game juggernauts, epic teams, undefeated. Number one, USC 12-0. Number two, Texas 12-0. USC was going for its third straight national championship, was seemingly on an unstoppable 34-game winning streak, and had two Heisman Trophy winners on its team. Texas was equally formidable. The Longhorns were on a 19-game winning streak and had a quarterback who was to become a legend that evening. In perhaps one of the greatest, or some say the greatest championship game ever played, with an arsenal of future NFL talent on the field, quarterback Vince Young brought Texas back from a 38-26 to deficit with under seven minutes to play. And on fourth and five, with 19 seconds left in the game, he took matters into his own hands and darted for the game-winning touchdown. That night, Vince Young accounted for 467 yards, 267 through the air, 200 on the ground, and three touchdowns. Number two. Innovation, the Wispone offense. Offensive coordinator Emery Ballard and head coach Darrell Royal came up with the Wishbone offense in 1968, and it changed the landscape of college football. Oklahoma went on to copy it and win national championships in 74 and 75. Alabama copied it and won national championships in 73, 78, and 79. Now, Emery Ballard learned the formation in the 1950s as a coach at Breckenridge High School, which is near Fort Worth. Charles Spud Kaysen, a football coach at William Moaning Junior High in Fort Worth, first came up with the wishbone 
when he decided to alter the T formation so he could get a slow fullback into the play quicker. And now we have it. The top reason to love Texas Longhorn college football history. Quarterback Bobby Lane, 1944-1947, the legend. Bobby Lane broke all of the Longhorn passing records. In 1946, in the Cotton Bowl, he completed 11 of 12 to guide the Longhorns to a 40-27 win over Missouri. In 1947, in the Sugar Bowl, he led the Longhorns to a 27-7 victory over Alabama. Bobby Lane went on to the NFL, where he led the Detroit Lions to three NFL championships. Now, at Texas, Lane set four NCAA records, including most touchdowns responsible for in a bowl game and the highest completion rate for a bowl game. He set 11 Cotton Bowl records and broke every Longhorn passing record. Now, the legend of Bobby Lane does not end there. He was a phenomenal pitcher for the Longhorns, a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent. Won 15 strikeout performance, won 9-0 season, a 60-10 and career pitching record, and a 28-0 conference record, and set 11 school pitching records. And if that is not enough, on May 4th, 1946, the day after he cut his foot on a glass window, Bobby Lane pitched a no-hitter, aided, they say, by 18 cans of beer he drank between innings to ease his pain. Well, there you have it. One opinion as to the top 20 reasons to love college football history of the Texas Longhorns. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.